Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Today's session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 205 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as for the first time we are truly recording two consecutive days in a row uh, for this week. Uh, we're looking in the Book of Esther, studying in the week of July the 25th to July the 31st. Uh, and we're just going to continue uh, with the story of Esther and see what other principles we learn along the way. Now, of course, we just left when Esther was uh, had um, asked the, the Jewish people through Mordecai to uh, fast and pray for her when she enters the king's court to speak about uh, the the decree that's been made about their, 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 their killing of the Jews that is going to take place. So we go now to chapter 5, where uh, Esther does go before the king. And um, it's a pretty straightforward story from this point, to be honest, in terms of the account. And of course, I'm sure you'll have studied it yourself. So I'm not going to go through detail by detail what happens in the story itself. I want to focus on the lessons that we learn. And the first thing that I noticed uh, in Esther 5 is um, in verse 6 of Esther 5, it says, And the king said unto Esther at the banquet of wine, What is thy petition? And it shall be granted thee. And what is thy request? Even to half the kingdom it shall be performed. Now, this is fascinating because, for two reasons, of course, this is when uh, Esther has invited Haman and the king to this banquet, this feast, and they have both come. Uh, And what I find fascinating is that she is given the opportunity by the king to have half the kingdom. Now, what does this remind you of? Of course, for me, it reminds me of King Lamoni's father when he um, is so desirous, so willing to lay down uh, something to save his own life, uh, that he is willing to give half his kingdom. Uh, And this just shows just how much the king trusts and how much the king respects Esther. I mean, this is the king that at the start of this story, um, when he was drunk, wanted his wife to parade and, and show her beauty in front of all the princes, hundreds of people. Uh, and now this king has clearly see, been so impressed with the character of Esther, which, of course, we don't see on screen, as it were. Um, we we don't have that relationship with the king that she's developed over however long. We don't even know how long she's been with the king at this point. But clearly she's left such an impression that he is willing to offer the chance for her to ask for half the kingdom and he will give it to her. So whatever that may be, he clearly sees Esther as a trustable, reliable, and um, a strong individual who can be able to be given and receive great things and look after them well. Uh, So that is something that's quite impressive about Esther's character that we don't probably really look at. We look at, obviously, the strength of character that we had in actually entering the king's court at this point, but not the strength that she had and the work that she must have done in building that trust with the king so much so that he was willing to do that we then um, move to chapter six and um, the king is um, sleeping uh, and he is struggling to sleep he's tossing and turning and he asks for the books of the records of the chronicles to be read to the king almost like a little bedtime story Um, but he is reminded of the experience where his life was saved by mordecai uh, from the two of the king's chamberlains that had plotted to kill him. Um, 
Now, before we continue with what happens after this little episode, um, I want us to consider again where we see the Lord in this story. Again, we don't see him mentioned by name, but again, there's been pieces of this story put into place. There's been events that have been that have happened which have led to certain changes and and things that have um, helped the the people of um, the Jewish people be protected because of these things that have happened beforehand. And here we see uh, the king being reminded um, or being unsettled in his sleep. And we're not told why, but I would be very confident in suggesting that the Lord is at, is at play here. His hand is evident and he is trying to soften the king's heart towards Mordecai and also therefore the Jewish people uh, because he will see that they are not the uh, the people who plot to destroy the king, who don't listen to the king's commandments as, as, as Haman has pictured them. But he has had experience of him of his own with believers uh, of the Lord who show a good um, a good character. And again, there's another great lesson we can learn here about the way we interact with people in our day to day lives. We may not be able to testify with words to every person that we know and meet along the way. But what we certainly can do is we can live a life that is representative of someone who is trying to follow Christ, trying to follow those standards. And leave that impression on the people that when they think of us and think, oh, that person is from this such a faith and they follow Christ, that they will recognize that and be impressed by that. And hopefully see that the light and the goodness that comes from us as well. So the king asks uh, what in verse three, what honor and dignity have been done to Mordecai for this? And the king's servants that ministered unto him said there is nothing done for him. Um, so that is um, clearly something that he wants to address. And we have this uh, amusing experience where Haman, who is currently working on the gallows that Mordecai is preparing for, uh, that working on the gallows for Mordecai, um, because he has seen Mordecai again and his anger has been incensed and so he wants to do something about it, so he builds some gallows for him to be hung on. Um, Haman comes to the king and um, in, the king says in verse 6, What shall be done unto the man whom the king delighteth to honour? Now Haman thought in his heart, To whom the king would delight to do honour more than to myself? Now this is a fascinating moment of pride because Haman truly believes that he can only, the king must only be speaking to Haman himself. There can't be anyone else who has delighted the king or helped the king. Uh, he is clearly, you know, very full of himself. And so um, Haman gives a whole list about things that they should be that should be done to them that they should be able to to ride on a horse that the crown should be on his head that they should be uh you know with princes and given honor and um that is what should happen to this person and so the king says in verse 10 make haste and take the apparel on the horse and thou hast said and do it so even so to mordecai the jew that sitteth at the king's gate let nothing fail of that that thou hast spoken um so Mordecai, uh, Mordecai is given this honour and Haman um, is less than impressed. Uh, and yet, despite all of this, um, Haman knows that the day is fast approaching where the Jewish people will be killed and Mordecai along with them. Um, so just an idea, just an insight there into how our pride can often lead to our, our fall and how um, we are also rewarded and Mordecai, remember, and this is another lesson we learn, did a great thing for the king in saving his life. The blessings that we receive for serving and following the Lord may not come straight away, but they may come later. 
as it did with Mordecai in this instance. If you are living your covenants and doing all you can and yet there is such great difficulty in your life, just remember that perhaps like Mordecai, you are to sit through a little more tribulation and concern and worry before you receive the blessing and the relief from it. Um, so we'll continue and conclude this story tomorrow with what does indeed happen uh, to, to Haman and, uh, and Esther and Mordecai and all of those people. Thank you so much for joining with us today and sharing your time. Please share what you've studied and what you think about this experience and this story on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com as well. Thank you so much for your time. And until we meet again.